You are now listening to The Variety with Tracy May. Yo, yo, who is this plump chick on the in my seat? Big ass, big her, Tigo, Biddies, Jay-Z ain't even got a bigger ego than me. Pull a Tamar out, tell him has several seats. My pockets stay fat, ain't got nothing in them. Thighs rotund, only fitting stretched in them and getting in them. With every syllable I spit, ain't swallowing shit. Fuck your salad, I'ma stay thick or past it. House full of bricks, I'm outlasting. I'ma stay hungry, hoes be fasting. In your speakers, I saw be blasting and you gonna want some momo mama just had me i'm used to riding solo faithful to a man i'm a good girl no ho kicking it dojo this flow sickening tighten up your jacket cause it shall get nippy r.i.p whitney my mama up there having nakuna matata ain't no problems up there down here shit crazy that's what they say to me that's what they call me y'all could call me tracy yay Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of The Variety with Tracy May. I almost forgot the name of my own damn show. Okay, um, so right now I'm about to get into a new segment that I'm calling This is Where I Fucked Up. It was a fairly warm day in New York City. I remember having a certain pep in my step as I walked into my office in Hell's Kitchen. The building was undergoing construction, so in addition to speaking to the building security guard like I did every morning, I also spoke to several construction workers. New Yorkers really don't speak to strangers, so it was more like me smiling and mouthing hello without actually using my voice. I elevated up to the third floor, made it to my desk, and started my day. I had been trying to up my water intake to lose some weight, which is basically the story of my life. So by 11.30 a.m., I had to pee. Bad. I hustled to the bathroom. It was a small, two-stall bathroom. One side was the larger handicap stall, and the other was the smaller stall. I never used the handicap stall because the way my life is set up, the one day I choose to use a handicap stall, an actual handicap person would be waiting to use it, and I'd have to avoid their glare as I walked out able-bodied as fuck. So I never, ever use the handicap stall. And this may be weird, but I always look inside the toilet first. I guess I'm trying to see if there's anything in there, number one. But if there is something in there, I'm trying to determine if it's just something easily flushable or something you need a hazmat suit to encounter. So I took a quick peek into the water and I didn't see anything. So I closed and locked the stall door and dropped my pants. 
I hovered over the toilet. See, I had mastered a toilet hovering technique where if the pee decided to venture off stream and down one of my thighs, I would already have toilet paper in my hand to stop it from traveling before any real damage would be done. This time, though, I didn't need to do all that. My pee was cooperating, acting right, going straight down like it knew it was supposed to do, okay? So I wiped threw the tissue into the toilet, and while my hand was already back there, I flushed. This is, this hey, is where, hey, this hey. is where I fuck fucked it. up. Why, I fuck this, up. this hey, is fuck where, up. Fuck this is hey, where I fucked up. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, this is fuck where, it up. This is fuck where I fucked up. This is where I fucked up. As I reached down to pull my underwear and pants back up, I heard a weird gurgle. Then immediately, the toilet started overflowing, pouring directly into my underwear, pants, the floor, everywhere. I busted out of the stall, naked from the waist down, soaking wet from the underwear down, When I looked back at the water still flowing from the toilet, wait, 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 what, what is that? There were chunks in the water, doo-doo chunks in the water. The same water that was now in my underwear, in my pants, all over the floor. Anonymous ass doo-doo chunks. Some big, some small, some microscopic, I'm sure. Now let me stop right here for a second and flash back to when I was in the third grade. I was a very good student, so sometimes the teacher would ask me to do some of her tasks Um, So this particular day, she asked me to go out into the hallway and put a ditto into everyone's lockers. I know some of y'all ain't say ditto. Y'all say a worksheet or whatever, but it was called a ditto where I was living at the time. I digress. Um, While I was out there, I felt a little rumble in my tummy or whatever. You know, I thought it was some gas and I was alone in the hallway So I was like, this is the perfect time to let out a little poop poop. So I relaxed a little and let it come out, except it wasn't a poop poop. It was a full doodoo log that shot out without warning directly into my pants. It looked like I was smuggling a cucumber in my stirrup leggings. Okay. I was probably around eight. So I hobbled to the bathroom at the end of the hall. I took my pants down and I plopped the turd into the toilet. And I tried to wipe myself and my underwear clean using just toilet paper. The reason I said I was eight is because nothing in my brain told me to use water or to even remove my underwear. Um, so I had to be fast as well because 
I didn't ask permission to go to the bathroom. And I was sure that I was going to get in trouble for wandering off like down the hall. Um, so as you may have deduced, I smelled like 100% pure shit for the entire rest of the day. I remember there was this really popular girl named Nicole and we were walking to the bus after school and she was like, what's that smell? And then I said, I know, huh? I smelled that earlier. Let's run. The smell is following us. And we ran (laughs) all the way to the bus loading area. I boarded the bus to my YMCA after school program, shitty undies and all. And when my mama picked me up, she asked how my day was. And I responded, I boo-booed on myself today, so... Not great. All right, so back to New York. Remember, I'm naked from the waist down. Outside of my stall that was currently still pouring water out in the open. So right in this moment, I instantly remembered shitting my pants in the third grade. And hey, Now I'm older, I'm wiser, I'm an adult. So I knew the first thing I had to do was throw my underwear away. You're not gonna have me walking around New York City shitty as fuck, even though it probably wouldn't have been noticed, (laughs) to be honest. Um, So I did. In the middle of the bathroom where anyone could have walked in at any time, I removed my pants and my underwear and made the grueling decision to put my soaking wet jeans laced with unidentified shit crumbles back onto my body. I wouldn't have been able to walk out of the bathroom any other way. So I had on gray jeans that day. And I'm sure y'all noticed already, but gray denim gets darker when it's wet. So my pants were one color in the front and a whole nother color in the back and like in the middle of my thighs. But you know what? It's okay. I gathered myself. (laughs) I had to get out. It was no other way out. So I walked out the bathroom, you know, with a little little pep in my step. I was walking kind of (laughs) fast. I went to my desk I told my coworkers that I was going straight home because I had an emergency. I grabbed my computer and my bag and I just walked out of my office. On the way out, I told the security guy to call maintenance to the third floor bathroom. But when I got outside, I realized that I had another decision to make. Do I take a cab or ride the subway back to Brooklyn where I lived? Taking a cab would have been more private, but I would have to sit in these shit-infested pants for at least 30 minutes. So I decided to take the train. I stood up the entire time, and I stood with my back facing the train doors so no one could see that it looked like I had peed on myself. And when I made it home, I immediately showered and bagged up those jeans. So, 
here's where it kind of is also fucked up. Like, I would like to tell y'all that I threw those pants away, but I know I did not. I was so broke when I lived in New York that I needed all the clothes that could already fit me. Um, so I'm, I guarantee that I put them in a plastic bag and I put them in my laundry thing. And I was like, I am going to soak these <laughs> and wash these and they will be right back on my body. Um, I ended up emailing the office and telling them the shitty tale that I had just gone through. And they all laughed and laughed. From that day forward, I pull my underwear and pants up and step away from the toilet before I flush. And dear God, so should you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we go any further, I have to shout out my girl, KX Lake on Instagram. She gave the correct answer to last week's what am I looking at segment. And I was looking at a bottle of Aveeno body lotion. So shout out to you, sis. You be knowing. So today I want to talk to y'all about sharing your relationships on social media. Do y'all do this? Is it a thing? I know it's a thing because I'm on social media and I see all your mans and all your peoples that you've been putting on there, even if you put in like a new man on there every month. So here's where, (laughs) here's where I don't have the right kind of, um, Maybe it's like confidence or something that I I don't have this gene, but to me, it's embarrassing to put one guy on the internet and be like, oh my God, this guy is so amazing. He's so perfect. I love him so much. And then like two months later, put another guy on the internet and be like, oh my God, he's so perfect. He's so amazing. First of all, I ain't finna call no, no man perfect. That's where you got me fucked up. That's where you got me fucked up. <laughs> That's not where I fucked up. That's where you got me fucked up, okay? Um, but I've seen it. Some of y'all be out here doing it. And so I just want to know, like, the thought process behind that. Like, I know when you're happy, you want to share your happiness, like, with the world. But, like... And this could be just because I'm an only child or something like that. But I have found, because I used to share my relationships, plural, (laughs) relationships on social media. But after I had a failed engagement, I stopped sharing dudes on the internet. But sometimes I would still say like, oh, hey, I got a boo thing. Or, oh, I got a new man in my life. But I would never share his picture or I, I wouldn't even change my um, status to say, like, in a relationship, none of that shit. I'm not doing any of it. Because what's not going to happen is we break up and then now people are invested. So this is what happens. I try not to get invested in people's relationships on the Internet. But if you're constantly sharing, I'm invested now. And now I want to know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Y'all break up. Bitch, you got to tell us that, too. 
I'm nosy. Like you, first of all, you introduced me to your relationship and now you don't want me up in it. Talking about, uh, I need some time to myself. What, what you mean? Come back. (laughs) Where you going? (laughs) What happened? What happened? We just out here and we just supposed to ignore it and move on with our lives. And we've been watching you for months and years or even days. Talking about this, whoever he is. So, I have, this is my question for you. I'm posing this question to you guys as we close out this episode. Do you guys share your relationships on social media? Hit me up at thevariete at gmail.com with your responses. You can also ask me questions. I would love to start answering questions because as you've noticed, I'm nosy as all the fucks. And I would love to get into y'all's business and give you my expert opinion. Don't you want to get expert opinion from an unmarried, not no children having, no parent having ass bitch? Yes. Come get this. <laughs> Come get this advice. <laughs> if anything, this should be like the advice. My advice should be what not to do. However, I am very educated. I have three degrees, all in communication fields. I feel like I could at least uh, describe the way that it should operate, whatever your issue is. If I might not be able to figure it out for myself, but I may be able to help you get to the right place. And plus, since my mama died, I've been I've been in like um years of therapy and life coaching. So, honey, <laughs> I might as well be a therapist around this beach. <laughs> Lay down on the, on the couch. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> That's my be Simone. <laughs> That's my be Simone tone. Do y'all be doing that? Baby boy. <laughs> I love her. She's the best. Um, All right, guys. So that wraps up this episode. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Um, I'm literally just making shit up as I go along. Like, I'm going to start talking to white people. That's what's coming up next. Um, I'm going to start talking to white people on the street. Maybe not on the street because I don't like to talk to strangers, but maybe in my office and just asking them black ass questions. And we're going to see what they have to say. Um, so if you have any questions that you would like me to ask a white person, um, you can go ahead and do that too. Send that over to the variete that's V-A-R-I-E-T-A-Y at gmail.com. And I will see you guys next week. Hey, hey, uh, watch out next week. Hey, uh, what you doing with it? Hey, <laughs> bye y'all.